right, here we go. Hey, energy up, Rob. Yeah, oh. just because everybody else in your house is sleeping and you're They've probably been really sleeping loud. for like three hours, too. Just, <laughs> oh, no, way longer than three hours. Are you kidding? <laughs> Jane went to bed at like eight. Just to let you know, when I went in and I had to get the toothbrush for the last episode for that bit, <laughs> I had to like sneak in like Indiana Jones with the gold statue. I was like moving so slow and like not closing the doors all the way so they don't click and then like closing the door so the light doesn't spill out. It was a, a total nightmare. Aaron, you're not drinking rhubarb blueberry, are you? Oh my no, God. no, I wish I were, but no, this is just regular old red wine. I almost played strawberry wine again. Couldn't help myself. Oh God, what a, what a song. In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of... Let me start over. <clears throat> In 2020, four friends decided to listen to every one of the greatest 500 albums as decided by Rolling Stone magazine. This resulted in a text chain that celebrated the music, excoriated the order, and led us to making this podcast. We are far from experts. We promise to do almost no research. All opinions are our own, unless you disagree. Please sit back and enjoy. Beck did it better. Guys, we're just like Aaron driving down the road. We're all the way up to 110. And from 1974. Aaron, 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 there's no way it's ever driven 110. No, never been 110. I think I hit 100 once. I think no, I no, you're once. on the 110. We'd rather talk there, about speeds. Isn't there a on highway the called 110 is, in California? Isn't it just the one? Oh, there's, okay, a, right. there's the one. There's the 101. But there's no way that red Dodge Neon you used to have here could be triple digits. I hit 90 in that thing. No, you're thinking, my, you're thinking of my Nissan Sentra. I definitely hit 90 <laughs> in that Nissan Sentra. <laughs> From 1974, it's Court and Spark by Joni Mitchell. Guys, you know, there's nothing to say. There's not. We're not tired. Okay, we're definitely fresh. Haven't seen you guys for a week. Let's just hey, we're driving down. We're driving down the one one, the one ten. Okay, the very <laughs> famous highway, the one ten. We're driving down. <laughs> Let's just turn on the radio real quick and see what's on. This is a K Rob with a message from Aaron's neighbors. Please don't bring over any more figs. We don't oh. like them. Help me, the figs are falling in my yard again. It's true. Oh, when I bought this house, I thought there would just be some now and then. Yes. I'm in trouble. I made a can of some jam and I did it all can again. Can of some jam. Can of some jam. I baked a pie in the oven. <laughs> like figs, please take some. The figs have uh, figs have overtaken my life. I cannot pick up figs again. fast enough to get rid of the goddamn figs. <laughs> Way to as many people as we can. My lady already made like three jars of fig jam, and then I picked enough figs to make three more jars of fig jam. The figs are completely overrunning our lives. It's terrible. I don't know what I'm gonna do for the next month. Help me, the figs are falling way too fast. I made a fig preserve, but since then, even more have amassed. The neighbors run when they see me because they are constantly being harassed. We have a fig loaf in the oven. Yes. Don't run without taking some. <laughs> when you want to hear yes. about the greatest that, albums of all that, time. Uh, that's the top five song of all time. But you're just too lazy to look it up online. <laughs> if you want to hear from guys who chat. That's the top five song. There's, there's, a joke, there's a joke here right at the end. The perfect podcast for you, Jack. Jack. Beck did it better.
I thought I said fixed at the end. Oops. Uh, here's the deal. <laughs> you did now. <laughs> I forgot about that part. It's a good joke in my head. Listen, we are here talking about the best albums ever, as according to Rolling Stone magazine. I've got three guys here who like the last song on this album the best. It's so strange. It's so weird. weird. I've got Russell in Minnesota. Russell, how are you doing? Guys, I was a free man in Paris. I felt unfettered and alive. There was nobody calling the Beck line asking us for favors. And now the future of this podcast is for the dumb shit listeners to decide. <laughs> I've got Matt in Minneapolis. Matt, how are you doing? Just wonderful, Rob. Thanks for having me. And I've got Aaron. And Aaron, I, I want to tell you, you know, you're, you, you really are a great friend to me. And I want to tell you something earnestly. Uh, do you know what I mean, Vern? Aaron in California. <laughs> Earnestly, Vern. You'll, you'll not be surprised to learn that I saw Ernest Goes to Camp in the theater. <laughs> Me too. Those, <laughs> those turtles come down with their little parachutes. You're like, hell yeah, oh, this yep, is a great yeah, plan. This, yep, this, I'm glad. I'm you know glad what I mean, Vern? I'm glad my parents paid $7 for this ticket. Uh, Rob, is that a pretty girl in your bathroom thinking about her sex appeal? Let's talk about Joni Mitchell. Whoa. <laughs> this is throwing me off. Now, listen. If you guys, if you guys could live in a world with only Ernest goes to camp or only Pee Wee's Big Adventure, which world oh. would you pick? Pee-wee. Big Adventure, Pee Wee's, Pee Wee over Ernest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pee Wee's a comic mastermind. Ernest was. I don't even know what Ernest. He like wasn't. <laughs> have we was talked like, about? Have we talked about the latest Pee Wee movie that came out in like 2016? No, no. And there's literally this scene, and it turns out it's one of his bits. But he literally he he takes. A minute and a half to blow up a balloon. Oh, and then he takes three yes. thing, I have seen this part. To squeak out everything. We, we might have to play it at the end, Rob, just so everybody hears it. But like, it literally takes three and a half minutes to squeak Not out. Not now, Rob, at the end. Okay. Yeah. You can do a lot of talk here. Let's just do it now. Let's just do <laughs> it. Oh, God. Hey, Zeke, what do you guys do for fun around? I'll edit this. Oh, no. So he was is actually now. a judge on Top Chef in one of the recent years. Oh, wow, Russell, you can go to one of those restaurants. Oh, he's really worked to blow this balloon up. This is, yeah, I've told you this is one of my greatest fears, right? You'd be a good recorder player. No. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, the window. We literally, my kids and I literally watched this 10 times. But just couldn't stop laughing. If, we, if you blow up a balloon and it blows up and takes out one of your eyes, that would be the worst. Because you have an eye patch. Okay. <laughs> 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 He's got a huge balloon. Watch this everybody balloon. in the background starts gathering. <laughs> it's so late. Hold on. It's so bad. It's literally the funniest thing he's ever done. <laughs> yeah, there's no way Ernest's going to pull this off. Hold it. <laughs> oh my god. This is a good video. The balloon is still so big. <laughs> still going. What if this is what gets us taken down for copyright? Yeah, this is it, right? We just played an entire scene from Kiwi. <laughs> How's he oh. keeping all the air in the balloon? 
Hold on, just wait. They all collapse at the end. <laughs> We're going to lose the last four listeners we have here. Hold on, just... <laughs> Yes! <laughs> no. Wow. The most mind-blowing part from this scene is that according to this YouTube clip, it is from a movie called Pee-wee's Big Holiday. I have never ever heard of that it's movie. It's on Netflix. It's on it was from 2016. Oh, it's on Netflix. So my kids, right. you know, kids, we got into the big adventure, so we watched it. Adrian, and then, Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman. Have a telephone call at the front desk. <laughs> yep. And then, so that one came on, and then literally it was like, oh, the thing's dragging. And then this scene comes on. It is the funniest Pee Wee three minutes in the history of Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> so good. Now, oh, just a balloon. Now, I got to say, the worst part of this is this does step on. We have a brand new bit. Instead of a voicemail this week, I have a brand new bit. Now, I'm just going to tell you if this bit is a bomb, we can cut it. It's not a big deal. So don't get mad. Russell sometimes gives me a mad look when I come up with new. But I'm going to tell you right now, we've got a new segment on the show, and this segment of the show is called Video Breakdown. Video Breakdown. It's, it's, it's time. Five, four, three, two, one. For another video breakdown are we going to break down Pee Wee's big holiday Amish balloon video? Because if we do this twice, it'll be awesome. <laughs> no, unfortunately, we're not. We're Rob, doing something that it I've would been be pretty of. epic if we broke it down a second time. We can't do it, Russell. I get why it'd be funny. We can't do it. <laughs> Rob can hates we? funny podcasts. How about he, when he's? How about when he does it on Conan? Can we do it when he's doing oh it in front gosh. of Conan? Guys, here's the deal. You're going to thank me for rushing along with this. We are going to watch the video, and I've been thinking about this ever since Russell got his cowboy hat that he's wearing. We are going to break down the video, Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson. We're going to let it play. Way down yonder, huh? And we are going to watch this video because ever since I saw Russell's white cowboy hat, it reminded me of the Alan Jackson Chattahoochee video. So I watched Way it. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Never knew what I about it, what it meant to me. And it turns out this is the most insane video of all time. There is a reason. There has been never been another star performer who for the entire video is wearing a life jacket. Can you think of another video where somebody is wearing a life jacket for most of it? Watch this video. Here we yeah. go. Life jacket doesn't seem like the coolest way to go, does it? <laughs> I would, at least it's not the big orange one. The orange life jackets are the worst, right? Like if you have to go on a boat and the only one they have left, Russell, is the orange life jacket. And yeah, I feel like we've good. talked about this on the show before. Chattahoochee. We're doing a video breakdown. Let's watch it. Now. It's from 92, by the oh, way. Oh, this is the water skiing video. He is water skiing with the white cowboy with, hat on. With, with Alan on. Jackson, he's got a pink life jacket. He's wearing the ripped jeans. And he is doing, oh, he's doing slalom style, too. He is one Aaron, ski. He is slalom he's style. He's good. In the water. This is like jeans, maybe they're this the street my shit right here. This is my shit right here. He's just trying to get it. I mean, he did wear some tight jeans. Whoa, right? that's he's pretty impressive. Skier. He's a literally a good yeah. skier. Now, here's the thing with Alan Jackson. You find out why he wears sunglasses so much. If he has a very feminine. Audio on this. If we were going to get cut before, this will do it. <laughs> he has a very feminine upper face. When he what? wears his sunglasses, he a looks badass. Upper face. Upper when he's face. not wearing his sunglasses, look at his face when he's not wearing sunglasses. He but looks like Alan Jackson's sister. What are you talking about? Look at those eyes, though. Is that he's a, got sideburns, a mullet, and a mustache? Also, that's not even an official Cowboys jersey. That's like no, it's you'd not. Make, it's a like, knockoff. That is Herschel Walker, who went to yeah. Georgia. 
So it makes sense. A lot of bounty. Yeah, you got it, right. A little bounty. A little love. I mean, oh, this oh. this video has it's just him water skiing and wakeboarding in now. jeans. Oh wow! In jeans, he flipped. We took a little wipe out there. This guys, this video is insane. Rob, you drive people around on like the tube and stuff. Are you one who tries to whip them off, or do you let them try to stay on? I, you know what? As and now that my kids are are tubing, I'm the nicest tube rider ever. Like compared to what my dad used to do to me when I'm doing it, I'm trying to be very, very. You gotta safe let that thing go slack, and right when they think they're good, oh my you God, it down, right? His You're life jacket also is just really something. Like the the oh, there's a little pup. Yeah, look at their life jacket with the sort of cosmic. Print on it, and and how come? How those. why in the music video is it going from daylight to nighttime? It's daylight, <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's nighttime, and now it's daylight and again. There's a turtle across the hey, street. A turtle. Do you know? Do you know who would really do well in this video? Who's, Who's that? that? Is Jenny with her transition glasses? Oh my god! Maybe that's what Alan Jackson had on. Why I think he has such a feminine upper face. Now, he's those now he's skipping lenses. rocks. Are you guys good at skipping rocks, man? I could see you being a great rock skipper. Oh, I, I yeah. Oh. No, I I was almost a sidearm pitcher. So yeah, I can do pretty well. Oh, wow. look at those cowboy pitcher. boots. The red and white cowboy boots. Those are one of a kind. Do you guys ever have a cowboy boots? As a kid, I, yeah. I've always thought, are cowboy boots for people with fat feet? I feel like my feet are too fat for cowboy boots, that they would just get squished. Yeah, if you if you ever have to have a concern that you won't be able to get them off by yourself, you probably shouldn't have them, right? That's true. That's a, oh, my well, God. I mean, now, if he's going to have someone else take them off, we have to with a guitar. Alan Jackson is now tubing and playing a guitar at the same time. This video is un fucking believable and this then is he's, the most got, he's at a thing. party where there's like some people playing fiddles and some people just dancing by fireworks and there's Again, people just, shoot, just shooting off fireworks right right next to people's faces i'm way too cautious i would be like we need to be away from the fireworks here yeah now there's just but, random people making out in front of a car do you think alan jackson was like listen guys i can water ski we're gonna put this into the video or do you think they said hey Alan Jackson, can you water ski? Because I have this idea for a video. Like, it's a, kind of the chicken or the egg. It's the Alan Jackson or the water it's gotta ski. It's got to come from Alan Jackson first, no, it right? it be him, right? Yeah, he had to be like, I got to show up my water ski skills. What happened to Alan Jackson? Why, why, why isn't he? Nothing. He just got old. I think he's a member of the Grand Ole Opry. I think he still performs at the Opry occasionally. Yeah. When you're a member of the Opry, I believe you have to, you're required to perform there a certain number of times a year, and I think he's a member. I think he still performs at the Opry. All right. That's a nice little tag, yeah. Oh, my God. And then the fisherman at the end pulls up his white hat, Russell. Does that make you kind of sad seeing a fisherman pulling up the white cowboy hat, implying, I assume, that Alan Jackson is dead? (laughs) What? Well, that's right. I mean, he's pulling the cowboy hat. Do you see what he's doing? The fisher person, he's pulling the cowboy hat out of the lake. I, I feel like I, my white cowboy hat has much more credibility now that I've watched this Chattahoochee video. Is that also why you've been wearing a life jacket for this whole record? So you've tried to really get in these... <laughs> What's he talking about when he says it gets hotter than the hoochie coochie? Oh, Aaron. I, what's he saying? What's that about? No, go, go. Now, now, it's possible that I've watched this video so much that I did kind of a deep dive maybe on what that is and I did some research on it. <laughs> oh. Hoochie coochie was the sideshow at a circus where they had the women stripping so that was the hoochie oh, coochie. Sure, that's, that's like what a hoochie coochie man is right like oh, the song right. so yeah. it's hotter than that and and guys think of this it's a summer night you take your family to the fair okay your kid is 
riding the little kid ride, you know, they've had funnel cake. You've had a full fare experience, <laughs> but your dad, you know, you've had a hard week. You got to see some women stripping in the tent yes. next door. You go in there. There is no air conditioning. It is going to be so hot. It's full of guys watching women strip. That would be one of the hottest places ever. Alan Jackson makes a great point. What would the announcer sound like if they were the, the announcer at the Hoochie Coochie, Rob? <laughs> Here comes Ginger. Ginger, come on up to the stage. Quit your grinning and drop your linen, Ginger. By the way, uh, we also have Star coming around. She's got mini donuts. Mini donut Star from the fair. You want some mini donuts? Feel free. I mean, would that be the perfect night, right? I mean, we, we talked about the perfect day last episode, but the perfect night might be you're in the Hoochie Coochie tent eating mini donuts. I think actually doing anything yeah. and also eating mini donuts is <laughs> really perfect, whatever. Have, have you guys ever gone to a Hoochie Coochie with someone who claimed they only wanted to go there to get the tater tots? <laughs> because I have. <laughs> tater tots. That sounds even worse. That sounds super dirty. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that new segment on Beck Did It Better. Video <laughs> breakdown. It's oh, super good. That was, yeah, that, that was, was good. Was I like that. New yeah. yeah, excellent. Well, we have lots and lots of voicemails Video and text, so that definitely wasn't the reason for it. So. <laughs> we don't have a voicemail again? Seriously, how many people do you think listen to this a week? Are we uh, under 10? No listening. I don't know. I think on this podcast, we're under three. So I think that's, that's not a good sign. <laughs> listen, let's get into it. Let's talk about what we're up to. Let's talk about rolling, going, and not think about who's listening or not listening. It's, 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 it's time to see what everybody's up to. It's, it's time, time for rolling, going. Rolling, rolling. I assume what's going to happen oh, is that this is going to be some sort yeah. of... That one of us are going to pass out before 3 a.m. tonight? No, no. I assume this is going to be one of those situations of, like, I'm we're famous artists, but we're going to die before we get famous. You know what I mean? Like... These, this podcast is going to be in a museum somewhere, and everybody be like, wow, they were really underappreciated. They weren't appreciated while they were time. alive. Yeah, I think you're right. I can't believe they all went uh, tubing with a guitar and died because you shouldn't do that. And then they pulled <laughs> Russell's hat out of the water at the end. I do have uh, a nice cowboy hat. Speaking of Russell, rolling going, how's it going with you? Rolling going, things are going great. Last week, I told you guys I went up north, and on my way up north, I went to a wine bar. It was a great time. Another thing I did up north for the first time is I went out brunching at a restaurant called The Red Stew in Bemidji. The Red Ooh, Stew. It's kind of like the hot brunch spot in Bemidji. What's The Red <laughs> Stew? Now, Russell, how hot was it? Hotter than the Chattahoochee? <laughs> That's not what the line is. <laughs> so I went, up, I went up way up yonder past the Chattahoochee in Bemidji. Wait, am I missing it? What's the what's the joke? Uh, hoochie coochie. It's hard. Hoochie coochie. coochie. Russell. Well, go ahead. There was, so so. Anyways, the, this Red Stew restaurant is famous for having these cinnamon rolls that are huge. Mm -hmm. They're like the size of a pizza, a ten dollars cinnamon roll, and they have a Ooh. new cinnamon roll each month. And can you guys want to guess what the cinnamon roll of the month was for this month? No, wait. What? What? What the cinnamon roll? So there's cinnamon rolls of month? cinnamon rolls. If anyone what, wants to a... check it out, go to Red Stew, R-E-D Stew, S-T-U. It's a restaurant in Bemidji. It's kind of like the hot brunch spot in Bemidji. Was it an M&M cinnamon roll? It oh, was not, call. but it was hot. It was hotter than a, a Chattahoochee, Rob. Oh my god! Was it a cayenne cinnamon roll? A spicy You're going to give up that hat pretty soon. But it was. It was called the Campfire S'mores Roll. A oh. cinnamon roll covered in cream cheese. 
frosting drizzled with milk, chocolate, marshmallow whip, and graham cracker crumble. Holy shit. And the thing came out, and it was legit. Like, you know when people talk about, like, food being big, and they're, like, they're just saying that because they want to act like they're not going to eat it all in front of other people? This thing was (laughs) legit huge. It looked like... It 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 looked like a it came out like a pizza. Whoa! I, so and it was a s'more cinnamon roll. A s'more what? cinnamon roll. So they have a monthly roll, but they also have another cinnamon roll that they're very famous for. It's called the cinnamon roll French toast casserole. Ooh. How do you guys feel about a cinnamon roll French toast casserole? I feel like I need a nap already. That makes me hotter than a hoochie coochie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you would like that, Rob. Oh, my God. But so I went to this place called the Red Stew, had these amazing cinnamon rolls. And while I was there, you guys know I'm a bruncher. I like kind of going checking out new restaurants. And so they had mimosas and Bloody Marys, but they didn't really have any other brunch style cocktails. And I didn't really know what to do because I'm not really a mimosa person. I'm not a Bloody Mary person. So I was curious. What is your guys' brunch style when it comes to breakfast drinks? Do you do mimosas, Bloody Marys, or are you looking for something else? Coffee. I'm looking for coffee. Coffee. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know Russell's not going to do that. He's not going to. Yeah. He might. He might get a, a some hot chocolate, but no, no coffee. I, that, that I coffee I'm, gets hotter than a Chattahoochee, right? Pff, yep, you're right, Russell. You nailed it. <laughs> I, uh, I've I've never had a mimosa, Russell. Where at the end I said, "Oh wow, that was really worth it." It's always too well, sour if, and too what if sweet. It was a, and, what if it was a pineapple orange mimosa or a ooh. tropical mimosa? Because the Red Stew has like six flavors of mimosas. One of mm. them was a blueberry lemon mimosa. What do you think of that? I don't know. I have been trying to eat more pineapple lately. <laughs> Where the blueberries and the lemons come from? I'm also not really a mimosa guy. I'll drink one if it's in front of me. I like a Bloody Mary, but as you guys know, I'm shot in a beer. So the last time I went out for brunch and drank was actually in Phoenix with my brother, and they happened to have old style in cans at this place called the Larder and the Delta. So I think I had a couple old styles and a shot of mezcal. So that's usually where I You're go. You're just a shot, shot in a beer, whether it's brunch or not. <laughs> well, I mean, why not? Yeah, it's a good time. When's, it, when's a bad time to have a shot in a beer? I respect that. I think a brunch, you could do whiskey on the rocks, right? There's nothing wrong with uh, that. Having, uh, you're drinking. You're drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's do it. And then, then give me one of those big fucking cinnamon rolls. <laughs> no, I don't have to leave. You're being belligerent. <laughs> Your blood sugar is spiking, you know, stuff like that. We might have to post this on the Instagram. I was also told by one of our listeners today that our Instagram has been pretty weak lately. I don't know if mm. I, I forwarded you guys that one or not, but. No, but that's fine. Don't mind getting criticized. It's cool. <laughs> Once again, Rob's not concerned. Well, you know, those criticism. those three likes that we got and everything we posted, you know, mm-hmm. that's really motivating to keep going. Yeah, with one that. of them's yeah. usually Instagram. Yep. Or maybe the no voicemails leading to us watching a video from 1992. I, it could be anything. I mean. It's a good video. A great video better than most of voicemails we get actually are we watching uh crazy by aerosmith next is that the next video breakdown <laughs> so here's... we've already done that breakdown man believe it or not oh holy shit <laughs> there is the picture i will send you guys the picture oh, for instagram yeah. of the s'mores cinnamon roll so did you that eat looks... it did you try it aaron of course i ate it and what's, your, what's the it. review it was fantastic it was amazing yes. it was a yes. must-do I must say, though, I'm a bigger fan of the French, the cinnamon roll French toast casserole. That had a little more 
a little more to it than the cinnamon, the so regular you s'mores. You, you had two different yeah. cinnamon roll items so at this restaurant. So hold on, so hold on. Can I, can I, can I talk? Can I talk? I mean, when I was talking mini donuts, Russell's like, oh, that's amateur hold your hour. Hold hoochie-coochie. So, so this place has, like, good, you know, they've got good food beyond the cinnamon roll. They've got, like, frittatas. They've got stuff that Aaron would talk about, some guy in some movie flipping over perfectly. Like, you know, they had, like, eggs, and they had, like, all your brunch things. So, like, me and the, the fellow brunch that I'm with, the foodie, we're like, well, let's, oh we're going to get some normal food. We're not just going to get the cinnamon rolls. We'll get like normal, you know, like some sort of egg or scramble or something like that. And we, or we decided to get the, the cinnamon roll of the month, the s'mores roll, which is $10. So it's huge. And so it's not a price thing, but it's like, we're probably not eating both of them, but the brunch that I'm with the foodie was like, well, we need to try them both. And I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. No, so we got no. them both, but then immediately we became the people at the bar. were like, you have way too much food in front of you. Oh, and then, like, no. people so are looking like this, at you. Is this buddy that you're with, this big dude that you're with, like, oh. I mean, can he oh. put this stuff down? Oh. Is that, I mean, <laughs> yes. is it like one of those things? Or oh, you're, I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a big deal? <laughs> I will just say this. We did have to take the s'mores roll home, and we had to take part of the cinnamon toast, French toast casserole home as well. And what there kind may of have friend been a, is this? There, what kind of friend is this that doesn't want to just put this down? With boy, you? I would Come yell on. at this guy like. When you're home, yeah. at what point do you like? At what point do you split up the leftovers and send some to yeah. their house oh, and take true. some to your yeah. house? Yeah. When, yeah. You, like, when you stay at home, mm. I mean, the, I mean, it almost makes you wonder when this friend's going to become a roommate. It would just be simpler, <laughs> I would think, to bring this stuff to one home. I don't know. There was a point where we had a disagreement when we reheated it in the microwave. We were up north and Cole's Resort has microwaves here. They don't have toaster ovens. Ooh, so we fancy. Had to, Very fancy. We decided to reheat both of these leftovers in a microwave. And mm-hmm. then we might have, may or may not have a, had a disagreement about who ate more of the leftovers and that maybe I ate more than my fair share oh, of no. the cinnamon oh, oh. roll French toast casserole. Do you guys ever have my. that where you're splitting something with Maybe a friend or someone yeah. that you're a roommate with, and then yeah. you ate more than your fair share. Or maybe you're yeah. just rooming with them up north, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and you get to that moment where it's like, oh, is there any left for me? And you're like, oh, yeah. no, I thought you already had all of the bites you were going to have. Oh, terribly sorry for that oversight. And then, and then Russell yells, puts his hand on and goes water skied. <laughs> I've had enough. I'm going water skiing. I'm out of here. I, I may or may not have also been told this weekend that this was the first time where I didn't let this foodie have like the last bite of something where I oh, essentially yeah, claimed the last mm-hmm. bite of something. Oh, no. And they said this was the first time that happened. And I was made aware of that. That's not very Minnesotan of you. No. Yep. Next step, roommates, I think. I think that's the next step when you're not thinking about that other person like that. It's, it's... Russell, you had so much. I just got to say this. To, yeah. to go up north and and room with this foodie after yeah. you've eaten so and drank so much fruit in one day, that's wild to me. If I had that much fruit the between fruit, all the fruit, the fruit you fruit had. The fruit wine was on day one. The brunch was on day two. They were split apart. Oh, but you had fruit with that breakfast too. I mean, that's so much that would just destroy what do you me. Mean fruit with the breakfast. There was no fruit with this breakfast. Oh, there was no fruit. You did. I... Oh my no. god, it was just cinnamon rolls. <laughs> no, cinnamon no. rolls and eggs and bacon. You're right. That sounds good for your stomach. I'm wrong. Sorry about that. That's my bad. <laughs> All good there. No concerns. Should we do a thing? I'm thinking, guys. Should we do a thing where when you're doing the rolling going, that when you think it's over, you say to somebody. What's rolling going with you, or do you want me to do it? Matt, we're only going what's happening with you. That sounds pretty good. (laughs) 
I'm dying uh, to hear Aaron's, by the way. Cannot wait. <laughs> we'll just save that. We'll let that one marinate for yeah, a little I'm gonna bit. Go we'll go to you next, Rob. Yeah, thank we'll you. Aaron thank you, thank you. Oh, that. wow. Jeez, I hope I can live up to it. Uh, we're into the fall, right? So we got a lot of things happening. The uh, Autumn. Twins, Autumn, Major League Baseball Autumn. is finally getting <laughs> good again. Autumn Classic. Um, I had one already, by the way. Delish. What'd you have? I missed it. The pumpkin spice uh, iced coffee oh, from Starbucks. God. Hey, if you're a hater... <laughs> Fuck you. It is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the twins like a are a real hot race, aren't they? Stuff. Uh, you know, twins are getting twins are getting good and watching the twins is getting good. They're just gonna rip our heart out again. So by the time this episode comes out, they'll probably be out of the playoffs. But at least for right now, it's kind of fun to watch. Just yeah. a little bit, just a little bit. All they have to do is win the AL Central. It's not that big a deal. I mean, no, were, it, <laughs> that, that to, hard. to do that was like plus four hundred. It would be great if they won the AL Central. <laughs> I'm a huge twins fan right now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I was gonna say that my favorite hoochie coochie. Uh, experiences. There's there was one of our friends that lost a sweatshirt at a hoochie coochie place one time, and oh. still talks about losing the sweatshirt. At, you know, never got it back, and he's still pretty bitter about it. So, but were there tater? A, but were there tater tots? I don't know if there's tater tots there. Oh, oh that's what you call them, Russell. I mean, you just say breasts. Yeah. <laughs> well, but what also comes with the fall? Can the I autumn, can I say this? Cold, Your friend yeah. who lost the sweatshirt did he not understand how a hoochie coochie place worked? I don't think you so. You don't take the clothes off. When he's like, I don't think so. When he's like, quit your grinning and drop your linen. He's not talking. He was to from you. a different state though, and I think they do things a little different over there. So you're a flirt. Know. Take off that sweatshirt. <laughs> I can't remember he's if he's on all of the. Is he on all of the text chains we're on, or just some of them? I can't remember. <laughs> he got he got dropped from one. Oh. I can't believe he got dropped for one. Somebody a dropped thing. him from one. Man, yeah. Literally, it's a source of stress in my life. It should not be. <laughs> uh, but the but the Vikings are also starting up again. And I know Russell hates sports and never watches sports mm. anymore, but I don't watch sports other than the Vikings. I every Hey Matt, Sunday thanks for yes. thanks for showing up to our fantasy football draft the other night. I showed up. <laughs> Hey, that went nice and quick, guys. Good work. Rob was the slowest guy. It was literally everyone in the league, Matt, was on the Zoom call. We were all chatting. We were having a good time. Yeah, for- you know, when you schedule the when you schedule the draft like four days before the before you actually have the draft, I mean, it's not like anybody else got anything else going oh, on in their life that we, we should oh, schedule it. You know, it's not, when, when does fantasy football start? I don't know. When does, this just <laughs> surprises every year it just comes up on us. When should we have this draft? If only know. somebody would have reminded me like two or three weeks out. <laughs> yeah, or maybe yeah. like in July, like, hey, we're going to do this. Maybe we should set a date for the draft. Yeah, if only somebody would have done that. So yeah. That's fine. Don't mind criticism. Yeah. Doesn't bother. Yeah, me. I got you. But the Vikings come in, so I'm I'm trying to but get. I want to say this, Matt. It was you yeah. that not on the Zoom, and then somebody else in the league who we asked to get on the Zoom, and they informed us they don't have Zoom. It was the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life that they didn't have Zoom. I don't have, which means you don't have the internet. Right. I mean, you not have Zoom. I was like the what demic? Like what? I mean, who is who doesn't have Zoom? COVID nineteen? <laughs> huh? Like who doesn't? It's crazy. This maybe they could have afforded Zoom if Rob would have paid them for their hotel in Vegas. Rob, oh my god! Yeah, there you go. It's another source of stress. Well, you could always because so he I, loaned it to Jeb. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, Matt, go ahead. I'm sorry, Matt. Go ahead. What we have learned is three things you don't do in the world, right? Yes. Yeah. You don't rip the cape off of Superman. No, hell no. 
True. You don't rip the mask off of Batman. No way. <laughs> no. And no. you don't just never, ever, ever <laughs> lend money to Jeff. No, Those no are the three way. things you, you don't do in do the world. You can't do it. <laughs> you just can't do it. Three things you don't do in the world. Maybe peeing in the wind, too. That'd yeah. be like 3B. So, yeah. Um, uh, so the Vikings are up, and I, and I, I just I, I want three hours every week set aside and I'm, I'm trying to get my boys excited about watching the Vikings. So I'm doing everything mm. I can to play up like guys, the Vikings are playing the Packers this week. Mm-hmm. We have, we have to, we have to celebrate. We have to get ready for the game. You know? So I'm getting them excited about watching football. And I know, Rob, you have a strong connection with football and your dad, right? But you guys used to oh, go yeah. to the games and everything. Yep. Is that right? And, oh, and we, it's it's a do huge your daughters part of what watch we talk football about. with you now? Do you watch football anymore? Or I, what is, what's your Viking watching? I these watch days? tons of football. I watch all the Vikings. I'm I gotta admit, since I've been putting five bucks on a game, I watch more sports than I used to. But my girls have tried watching with me and it just is it hasn't taken. So I let it go. Yeah. My uh the boys, they're getting into it. Uh they 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 understand the hatred for the Packers. Yeah. You know, it's not real hatred, it's just sports, sports hatred. Sports yeah. hatred. Which is which makes it even more fun. But bet it having five dollars on a game is even more fun than sports hatred, yep. usually. So that's especially fun. maybe so, if the friend advises you to take the gophers. Oh, uh to not cover. I didn't advise under, you. And then neither I didn't one advise hits. you. So, Matt, if you can convince your, your sons to be into football, that counts as family time, which means you should have three hours of Matt time somewhere else in the day. Then, after. <laughs> All right, you know what? That I, works. Russell, this... <laughs> <laughs> I agree with this. Yes. And I think we should just... We'll just implement that, okay? And if anybody has any problems, they can call into the Beck line and talk about it. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> Sweetie, I need works. some meat... <laughs> I need some me time. This has been we time because yeah, we yeah, watch the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. But it used to be when they were younger, you know, I would take, it would be like four hours in the morning of going to the zoo and going to the mall of America and all this stuff so that I could get three hours. But now, no, now, now, now that's we, now I need to get that, that time back. You're right, Russell. Good, I you. think, yeah. For me, the hardest part of parenting is making sure they're sure their devices are fully charged so they don't bug me about it. You know what I mean? Like, just, try, hey, just plug it in the wall. You're sitting there anyway. Like, let's do it. <laughs> That's good. Rob, rolling going. How's it going with you? <sighs> Whenever Rob does this, I, it I, worries me he's making something up. I don't want to talk about this, but it's what I've written down, so I have oh, to. Oh, let's talk about oh, it. Oh, okay, let's hear it. Have you ever seen somebody like that has augmented breasts, right? Speaking of the hoochie coochie place, they have augmented breasts. I was too busy eating the tater tots. I wasn't paying attention to that. The breasts sometimes, you know, have you ever seen where they get so big? You're like, wow, that's kind of, it doesn't look right. You know, it's kind of strange. And you hate to say that you hate to judge people. But I was thinking about this when I was walking the dog and there's no reason that this would come into my mind while I'm walking the dog. (laughs) That if men could do the same plastic surgery but change their penis size, oh. it would be way, way worse. <laughs> like the proportions would be so bad. People would just go crazy. I mean, if you could do plastic surgery to make your dick any size, you would make it ridiculously big every time, right? Like like crazy big. Like body, You know how bodybuilders like impress guys, women aren't that attracted to them because they're so big? That's what my penis would look like. I think it would look like a bodybuilder, but a penis. 
There's like veins popping out. And so oh, would, Aaron, would gross. God damn, Aaron. <laughs> so would guys be judging other guys like with the size of their increase? You'd be looking at be like, oh, that's totally fake. And then yes, you would you would yeah. feel like the the Aaron's of the world who, who said they have a carving knife or whatever he called it the yeah. one yeah. time <laughs> would look at it and be like, have no respect for the that's people that start were calling them a penis for that were artificially enhanced or what. Oh, one thousand percent. I mean, here, wait a minute. I have so many. I, I mean, I have so many. Wait, no, I've always said no. Like, I, I love having a penis. I've always said like it's it's the greatest thing. Now, like, that's one clip. Now, listen. Here's the second one. I absolutely love my penis. Like, I wouldn't trade it for anyone else's penis. That's the second clip I have of him. Now, listen to this. Here's the third. I would compare it to my favorite chef's knife because I use it every day. I mean, and and that's not even this one. That's what I'm gonna start calling my penis. That's a whole separate. Bit. I'm starting to think I have an obsession with something. Okay. So or Rob, Rosie does. Rob, when you're yes. putting those yeah, all together geez. and then you're reorganizing it, so you have to have like an eight minute period of your life some weekend where this is all you're thinking about, right? Yeah, I just go through and I'm like, oh, what's this one? Like, I'll be like, oh, I haven't played this one in a while. That's what I call my penis. You know, like, <laughs> but I have to stay on top of it. It's. It's tough. It's important. No, it's a hard, hard job. Yeah, <laughs> you can isolate. It's hard there. Yeah. There, there was a, there was a pause where you can isolate. It's hard. <laughs> Rob, what percentage of men do you think would take advantage of this enhancement surgery if it if it were an easier process? One hundred and ten percent. Because I'd go there twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, listen, these doctors in America. They don't want you to actually have freedoms. They want to limit the size of your penis. That's why I'm down here in Nicaragua. I get the biggest penis I possibly can worldwide. I get illegal penis surgery. I'm getting that cement like injected in. Bigger, bigger, bigger. Let's go. It's so like you're you need think... to carry around pencils for when you're going. Exactly. You're I got to pencil down, it up yeah. when I'm going to the bathroom. I'm gonna use. I'm gonna have to use the kid's urinal. That's how big it is. Otherwise, it's going to be down there snaking that drain. <laughs> the, 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 the boner cam at the Timberwolves game would be a completely different experience. In oh, this my God. World, right? They need to put the wide lens on. Zoom out. <laughs> I mean, you'd see it because they trip on I, it on the court. That's what I'm talking I, about. I'm just imagining all of the dozens of listeners that we have. And a lot of them are female. I don't just think loving this. Just, just really enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, none of whom, none of whom have ever given feedback that we we may or may not talk about Rob's genitalia too much. Well, that was just my mother. I was going to say I apologize yeah. to Patty because she has actually called me on the phone personally and said, "Please stop talking about your penis." And I want to be clear: I wasn't talking about mine. I was talking about everyone's and a fake one of mine. All so if you're mad else. at that, you're actually mad at yourself. So, like Rob, what do you think would be the optimal like increase size? Are you talking like a twenty percent increase, a fifty percent increase? Like, what what do you think would be the optimal increase? Let's see, twenty percent of two is that twenty percent? That's tough. Um, no, I don't know. I just think I just think in general, wouldn't you just like the best size? Honestly, I would probably double mine, and I'm not kidding. Double it. <laughs> two carving knives. Two carving knives like a fucking chainsaw i mean this is like a a, a boston oh, what was that restaurant fuck rob pull this boston market this is like a boston market up in here there's multiple carving knives everywhere <laughs> <laughs> my nickname would be arby's 
We have the meat. Horse <laughs> and, and Arby's would be for Rob's boner. So a lot of people. Oh, yeah, Arby's. Nice. I don't, don't feel like there would be this moment of pride either, Rob, when you would take your pants off. I mean, I know you said you don't. You normally didn't do that. It would take a while for you to get to that point. With <laughs> oh the my lady, god, but... I forgot I had said that. <laughs> but but like, I don't think you would have any sort of pride and say like it's all natural, right? Like, <laughs> no. No. no, this would be the first thing I tell him. It'd be like, hey, I'm like RoboCop down there. <laughs> you think, do you think if people saw your uh, enhancement, they'd, they didn't know that it was an enhancement, they'd start looking at your dad a little different? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think about. I also wonder if they wouldn't call him Little Rosie anymore, Matt, if they would have had those enhancements. Listen, That's true. It would Why be like that, that balloon bit from Pee Wee, but it would just be me taking it out through the fly. <laughs> slow. Okay. Where 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 where, my, where where yours ends, mine bends, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Milton Burrell style. Yeah, that's right. Aaron, roll it going. I was uh, going Aaron, actually, we have run out of time, so we don't have time oh, to okay, talk yeah. Aaron. Let's talk about the album. Let's Let's no, okay, Aaron, roll it going. How's it going with you? Uh, well, quick update. I, mean, I spent so the, much time wondering about what my rolling going is going to be. I think of like something, and Rob's me. just like, if we okay. could have penile implants, and, <laughs> and here's my toothbrush. Look at here are my notes right here. If guys, if you guys could do penises, plastic <laughs> surgery like girls could do their boobs, we would all have way bigger, freakier dicks than even the biggest boobs in girls. <laughs> Helmet bag. Helmet bag. That's next week. Don't look at that. <laughs> oh, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta separate that there. You so don't tell me I'm not putting time enter. into this podcast, okay? Because we had the nice fig uh, fig song to open, I do have to give an update. I yeah, spoke again. with a yeah. I spoke with a very nice young gentleman today who wanted to sell me solar panels on my house. So oh, we chatted oh. for a bit uh, in the backyard, and he said, "Oh yeah, by the way, thank you for the figs." And I have never. Uh, I've met this guy once, but I, I did not. I've never given him some figs, huh. and it turns out that my neighbor, uh, who to whom I gave some figs, gave <gasps> the figs away to him. <laughs> they regifted your they gift. We're done. We can seriously end it. We're done. Yeah. No one would complain. Yeah. We're done. So they re-gifted your fig gift? Yeah, they gave him figs to the solar panels. I mean, what's, what's worse? Like, oh. Are you throwing them in the garbage or re-gifting it? Oh. Yeah, they re-gifted the figs. <laughs> hey, he wants some and, figs. And not only that, they re-gifted it and said, listen, dude, these ain't my figs, okay? <laughs> these are my neighbor's figs. Thank you for yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, what they probably did is, oh, you're selling... Panel. Well, here, t- here, have some figs. You take these with you on the road. And oh, yeah. by the way, that's the guy that gave them to me. Why don't you go over? I'm sure he needs some. He solar probably needs panels, solar panels right? too. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's he sent happened. them right over to you. Yeah, Aaron, so happened. this is a, is this a door to door salesman? Because I came across this the other day where in the COVID world there was no door to door people coming saying, "Hey, can I take that tree out? Can I do yeah. redo your roof? Can I do this? Can I do that?" That stuff has started happening again, and I got to tell you, it pisses me off. <laughs> no, I I do Shocker. not like people ringing doorbells. Like I'm, I've become used to no one ringing doorbells. Matt, what do you think of this? Well, two things. One, a doorbell. There's two screws. Okay, you unscrew the top, <laughs> you <remove it>. you <laughs> unscrew the bottom. Sounds like my mom. Two wires that go in. You disconnect those wires. Oh boy! You shove those wires back in the wall. That is put that doorbell right on. Right people there. start digging the doorbell. They didn't have it. So we took it. We, we did this to our doorbell when we had kids, right? Because people would come up and you'd forget that it was like nap time. 
and they'd ring the doorbell and it was the worst thing because mm-hmm. all of a sudden your kids are going to wake up from the doorbell. So we just disconnected it. Two, wow. I have found it's very easy, very, very easy to just not answer the door. Yeah. Even if we are sitting right <laughs> I, in the window and they're right 70% there. 70% of the time. But yeah. I, I'm watching TV and times. I can see them walk up. They just, oh, you and know they, what? I'm not going to answer the door. And they can yeah. see you. They can see you. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And you're not answering the door. No. Fuck You're em. the strongest man I know. I'm yeah. with Matt. Like I can see like the window of my yeah. door right through there. And so if I'm sitting there, they can see me sitting here. And yeah. I've 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 held strong a few times, but I've also went and answered it a few times. One of the last times I answered it, they were like, "I'm pu- I'm putting together a real estate empire, and I'm looking to buy houses. Can I make it? Can I like what would you be willing to sell your house?" And I said, "What's your offer?" And they go, "Well, I'd have to look at the house first. And I said. You don't have an offer for me, then I'm not interested. I'm like, you're gonna come to me and say you want to buy my house, you better have a number down, you asshole. And if you don't, keep walking. <laughs> and Russell was wearing his cowboy hat, so the guy was like, yeah. Holy shit, this guy's an so oil magnate. Get, yeah. Get. I'll never be able to buy this house. Jersey that was kind of shitty. He's like, I'll never be able to afford this house. Look how rich this guy is. He looks then, like fucking <laughs> And then him and, I, Jackson. and then yeah. him and I grabbed some figs and we went out uh, boogie boarding together after. This is one great thing about living in an apartment. If anyone, when somebody rings my doorbell, I yell, come in, because I know it's uh, like my kids' friends. Nobody else is coming up and ringing my doorbell, ever. They all get stopped at the front desk. Nobody can say do any of that stuff. Nobody. It rules. It is awesome having a person who lives in your building and then says hi and bye to you every day and collects all your packages. It's the best. I love it. Aaron, you did you buy the solar panels from this guy? Can I just say before you answer that, Aaron, before you answer that, imagine you're the solar panel guy, right? <laughs> you stop by to sell solar panel. Aaron then talks to you for 15 minutes. And, I, and I'm trying to be nice to Aaron. I really am. Just imagine that. You're now talking to Aaron for 15 minutes about God knows what. He's pointing yeah, out all his figs. He's pointing. What did you, can you tell me what you talked about? Yeah, we talked about spike ball. Uh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. okay. That's it. <laughs> Goodbye. I mean, here's the thing everybody thinks I'm mean to Aaron. They really do. They're like, oh, you're so mean to Aaron. Fred was saying that to me. She's like, oh, you have these bits where you're mean to Aaron. You guys don't understand. I'm right. I know Aaron so well. No, but I said no, that he talked no, to the guy no. and he talked yeah. about Spike Ball. Yeah, because we got the Spike Ball net in the backyard. And he was like, oh, yeah, I love a Spike Ball. We play it all the time. I'm in charge of the, uh, like, Team building at the office, so we play a little spike ball. Once you let this guy come into the backyard. Yeah, he's a very, very nice kid. Russell, he knows what the do you whole think of that? He knows the entire neighborhood. He's have, like, have, you not, have, have you not seen Home Alone? Oh my <laughs> God. It's the <laughs> wet bandit, Aaron. Yes. So, Aaron, if you, if you like, you engage these windows in the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one doesn't have a mm. lock on it, does it, sir? Mm, very interesting. Aaron, Aaron, you like you, to jack off? Mm. Well, <laughs> if you engage him in real conversation for more than two to three minutes, I would say you're obligated to buy a solar panel from him. Oh, yeah, God. I think I think that's. I mean, he's coming back on Tuesday to give me the real proposal. So I think that's where we're at. Wow! Gonna, gonna have to if go he for comes, it, yeah. if he comes back wearing a spike ball jersey, look out. He's not selling <laughs> solar panels. <laughs> so, Aaron, do you think you're just kind of an easy mark for these door to door salesmen? Are there door to door people where you're like, oh, I'm just not interested in this. Move it along, and you'd be a jerk like I would be, or? or you think no, it hasn't happened. This is the only one. Conversation about a no. product that might be useful. This is the only one, and in this case, it is a product that might be useful. And it's mm-hmm. this one company that has the whole neighborhood covered. So as soon as they see a house sold, they like go in and say like, "Oh, hey," or they walk down the street and say like, 
Oh, that's the one house on the street that doesn't have yeah. solar panels. I'm going to go knock on their door. What is the sale? You know, that like, what is what they have to tell you? Like, it's going to take you 13.7 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. to make up the cost of this by the amount of energy you're saving. Like, there has to be something that they tell you, right? Before yeah, or yeah. after sale, we finish the sir, podcast. Sir, this right. is worth 32 spike ball kits. The sale is you're going to end up paying you know, 10 to 20% less than your current electric bill. And there's no money out of pocket because it's all financed or whatever. And then you also get a big tax credit. That's the, that's the, Oh, they know just where it is. That all those yeah, things I gave mean, me a big it. dad boner. I liked all those. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That I was mean, great. Like, how, do you, how do you pass up on that? And, and when then, I say big, look how big, I mean, I've got, I went to <laughs> double Nicaragua. The size. Double yeah, the size. Six. Is it a double of your, a shower and a grower? Does it double everything, or does it only double part? I was going to ask that question too, and then I, I left it out. Rob, guys, we're talking it, about Aaron solar panels. What are no, we doing here? No, we wanted to ask if it doubles everything, or does it double every size, or just at certain points? I think it would have to, right? Unless it's like that Pee Wee's balloon, where it just gets bigger when you <laughs> blow it up. I don't. You'd have to double both. You think so? I think so. Um, so. Here's the thing. Aaron will always buy stuff sold door to door. He can't help it. Aaron is a big sweetie. He's the sweetest guy I know. And I'm just going to prove it with this question. Aaron, okay? If somebody rang your doorbell and you know they saw you through the window, could you possibly sit there and not answer the door? I would probably answer the door. Yeah, I would probably answer the door. Yes, you would do it 100% of the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. if if I knew they saw me, I'd probably Eye contact. I'm talking eye contact. They look in, you look at them. Eye eye contact is the worst. Yeah, no, then then I'd answer the door. Yeah, then I'd answer the door. (laughs) Seriously, the guy could have at least had an offer for me, though. You can't come to my house ring the doorbell. Throw out a number. Even lowball it. He's like, hey, did that rich guy with the cowboy hat buy a... (laughs) Did he sell you his house? And the guy's like... No, I rang the doorbell. He's in there eating a giant cinnamon roll. He looks at me, <laughs> takes the last bite, does not answer the door. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And he keeps talking about the hoochie coochie in there. Yeah. And then I went next door. Podcast? And yeah, I went Rob. next door to Matt's house. He's watching this Pee Wee Herman balloon video over and over and over, not answering the door. Cannot help me. But see, here's the thing. It goes quicker, right? If they know that you know that they know that you know that they're there, then they say, oh... He knows I'm here. He's not answering the door. Then they oh, get out even just, faster. They, oh, but if they're they hanging around, oh, maybe somebody Unless home, they go to the other door, because some of us have uh, two doors with two a Ooh. doorbell on each side. You have a two-door so style the, house? So then they're like, two-door. well, maybe they a didn't two-door. hear that doorbell. I'm going to go to the side door and ring that doorbell. Oh, that's no, you can't go to either of them. Door. Come on. <laughs> he comes yeah. by, and he sees Russell unscrewing the doorbell, and he's like, wait a minute. It's time for like, favorite part of the show. Let's talk about the album. Oh, music podcast. So, Matt, after you did that, did you have so much Halloween candy? Because <laughs> you're like, hey, nobody's coming for Halloween. I haven't heard the doorbell once. No, I mean, we just, I mean, usually we're taking the kids out, so we're not there for Halloween anyway. So, oh. you know, we do the old bowl thing and then leave the sign, only take one, please, because oh, then we yeah. know it's just going to yeah. be cleared out anyway. First, first so. Richfield kid yeah. that walks by there is taking that whole bucket. Exactly. Yeah. But we still put out the sign just for the ironical nature of it. Nice. Yeah. So we are talking about the 1974 Court and Spark by Joni Mitchell. And basically, this is Joni Mitchell's sixth album, okay? Since she made her first album in 1968, she released an album every year until 1973. It's the first year where she really took a break. And basically what happens is she kind of sat down. She she said, you know, I've been doing this. I've been going so hard making this folk music. We heard blue um, that I want to start making 
kind of new music for the stuff that I'm interested in. And Aaron, you've mentioned it before. Guess what Joni Mitchell got interested in that influenced this album? Jazz. It is 100% yes. jazz. Is that real this time, Aaron, or not? I think it is real this time, yeah. I mean, she ends up recording an album with Charles Mingus later in her life, yeah. Mingus, Mingus, Mingus? <laughs> yeah. We're so fucking smart. I think the album might be called Mingus, yeah. I, um, oh shit, what was I talking about? I think, here's the problem. When you listen to the last couple songs on this album, I think she's listening to shitty jazz. Right. I think she's listening to bad jazz. She's like going to the junior high jazz band and being like, God damn, I love jazz. I got to put this thing in my album. <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff at the end that it's not. I have yeah, strong favorite, opinions about the end my, of this album. Yeah, not my favorite I mean, stuff either. This album, I, so basically, but this album is Joni Mitchell's most successful album by far. Hmm. Higher than Blue. This reached number two on the charts behind uh, the late, great Olivia Newton-John. And it was oh, there wow. for four albums, four weeks. And basically, this album, when we're talking Rob, Grammys. Rob, I, I don't yeah. mean to interrupt you, but I, I heard so Olivia Newton-John was just splooting. She was not now. Oh. <laughs> splooting. Is that right, Matt? Splooting? Uh, that was like last week. I don't oh, remember back that far. That. I... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this show is so good. We're so smart. <laughs> the squirrels, they're hot. So Court and Spark, nominated for Album of the Year. Help Me, rec- nominated for both Record of the Year and Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. Routine. Joni Mitchell won a Grammy for uh, Best Arrangement and Accompanied Vocals on this. This was up for four different Grammys for Most Decorated. Successful Album. It's 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 just wild. So here's the deal. Let's get into court yeah, and it. spark. And Aaron, Aaron, just like with a book, first thing you see is the titular track. Oh, okay. open we it up. We haven't had one of these in a while. Open it up. Let's see them. See them titular tracks. Oof. <laughs> you think you think that's definitely, nice. definitely like this. piano forward on a lot of these, right? Yeah. 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 I, and again, Joni Mitchell's, we talked about it two weeks ago, playing with phrases, right? Like being yeah. able to take a phrase, twist it. I can tell you doing a parody song of these is almost impossible. Oh, yeah, she's all the way in her bag on this. And yeah, you can hear, it's fun to hear this just two weeks after Fiona Apple because you can hear the yeah, connection. Totally. And, I, and, and, and in these songs, these early songs, I mean, she is bringing it. These are great songs. She's got the she's got the piano, but now she's also adding. You could hear there like the steel guitar, right? We're going to hear more horns and strings yeah, is later. Graham, isn't isn't Graham Nash or David Crosby? Mm-hmm. Are they all on this this record? Yep, Crosby and Nash. Okay. I don't see no Stephen Stills. Stills. No, he's always Robbie Robertson from the band. Oh yeah, yep. right. A bunch of players on here. And then we're I was going to get to it later, but when we get to the final song, is uh, the background voices are no, Cheech no, and Chong. No. Yeah. Oh, nope. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. Yeah. So in earlier this year, Joni Mitchell in 2022 was honored as Music Cares Person of the Year, and there was a concert honoring Joni Mitchell for this, and Saint Vincent. Oh. A band called St. Vincent actually played Court and Spark at the, the concert honoring Joni Mitchell at this Music Cares. Turns out there was another musician that was also honoring Joni Mitchell at this. It was Beck. Beck wow. was playing at he the shows Music up Cares every... thing for Joni Mitchell, and he played wow. a song called Jungle Line from Hissing of, Hissing of Summer Lawns from 1975. The recording's not great, but Beck is honoring Joni Mitchell here. 
Wow. He shows up to honor everybody. He's a, he's a he, giver. I believe he honored Lou Reed last time if that didn't yes. get cut. And this week he's honoring Joni Mitchell. So when it comes to honoring Joni Mitchell as the Music Cares Person of the Year, who did it better? Beck did it better. Yes, he did. This recording is a wild one, Russell. Trust me, I tried hard. I <laughs> looked at Vimeo and the ones you, you mock us for, Rob, and I couldn't find a better one. That's oof, wow. Now, probably one of the most popular songs off this album, uh, Help Me. She got LA, uh, LA Express as the backup band. God, this album's so quiet. This is Joni Mitchell's oh, only... This is Joni Mitchell's only top ten hit in her career. Really? Yep. Is this the Laurel Canyon sound? Have we discussed that at all? Yeah, I think definitely. I it might, we might have discussed it two years ago. Yeah. Okay. There's there's zero chance there's any people who listen to episode three that are still listening. No Good chance. Point. Good point. What's the Laurel Canyon sound, Aaron? So I don't know. It's kind of this laid back, you know, groove sort of lush sounds. And I don't honestly know. I think it relates to an actual geographical place in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. Laurel Canyon. Yeah, where all those guys live. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Right. Um, the birds. Matt, would you say that was noodling or not? No, not 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 too much. No? I mean, noodling is just going up and down. You know, like mm-hmm. what fish does. Mm. Can't stand fish. Oh, right. Bunch of noodlers. <laughs> you know. Or it's that method of catching catfish with your fingers. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like something we do down in the Chattahoochee, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, we're down there noodling <laughs> like crazy. I think it could be a lot of different extremities that you can be putting in those little... <laughs> it's true. Well, especially if you double it, then you can really... Especially if they're augmented. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why so is proud. that guy... Rob is so proud. Look at his face. He's like, oh, yes. Yeah, the I'm joke's just... in all I'm the just... way. You know I how sometimes it. I'm gonna edit this out, but you know how sometimes you see somebody like just leaning against the pool and they're just relaxing and there's a big smile on their face. I picture me doing that, but I've got my dick in a noodling hole. There's some oh, kid just going down on it. I'm like, mm. <laughs> like, wow, that guy's really relaxing over there in the white cowboy hat and life jacket. I'm just like, mm. he gets out of the pool. There's a fucking big catfish just hanging on. <laughs> oh my god, the catfish choked to death. It's like, well, I promised to buy so the big. catfish breakfast. I had to bring it with me, like I said. Oh, you know? Brunch. Brunch. He was brunching. Brunch. I had to buy a brunch. Wait, I didn't order the s'more cinnamon roll. What's all this marshmallow sauce on here? Oh, oh god. What? Hey, all the way. All a few the weeks way. ago, Aaron had to warn Robbie said he goes. You didn't need to make that joke. We understood what joke you were making, Rob. Aaron scolded Rob for like explaining a dirty joke. That didn't need to be explained. Tzatziki looked like cum. That was the joke. Uh, all right. Yeah. This is a song about that old Vikings quarterback, Freeman in Paris. <laughs> there is this probably a, a Morgan bit of a Freeman pace joke. To it, a little tempo. Yeah. I love yeah. that. It's got a groove. I loved, loved, loved the first three-fourths of this album. Yes. This is a fantastic song. I'm trying to figure out. She's, I mean, she's Canadian, right? Yeah. And there's this other band, Tragically Hip. And there's, a, you know, that we've talked about a few times that it's like universally, well, not universally, country of Canada loves the Tragically Hip. And there's a few other bands like this that, it's like they have this weird rhythm about how they produce their songs and write their songs. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out if it's Canadian 
because they talk just a little bit different. And so they've got this different rhythm or what it is, but like, she's got the like same this. thing that the tragically hip have where it's like, I no nobody else does these rhythms like this and comes in and out and, mm. and puts things together like that. I don't know. So I got to, you know, do a little deeper. No, you're dives, right, but... I mean, bare naked ladies kind of does that too. I mean, they're like more pop, but they kind of do yeah. those like longer phrases and off kilter kind of. Yeah. Sounds like we might need to do a Canadian Mount Rushmore. <laughs> You know who would be on that Mount Rushmore? There should be more Rush on there for sure. Not Drake. If you don't think that's, if you don't get that joke, get the fuck out of here. Don't need oh, what a rush! <laughs> but the song's about David Geffen. That is a good way to get your songs played, isn't it? When you write songs about the guys who are like running the studios the or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, yep. it's brilliant. It's like, it's like I met. The most beautiful man in the world. He had a supersized dong, Jeff Bezos. You really, I love you, Jeff Bezos. Like, you just get that song published. It'd be no big deal. I think it's cool that you're suddenly jacked when you got rich. You're so muscular now. That's not weird at all. Okay, never mind. Jeff Bezos, have you seen him before and after? Where now he's like super jacked? Right. It's so He's probably got all the time in the world. It's so, oh yeah, that's what it is. Time. Uh, <laughs> love and it. Drugs. Pe- yeah, people. Drugs. Sp- oh, Aaron said the Aaron LLC. <laughs> <laughs> Enhancement, Aaron. Enhancement. His T. He's got low T, Aaron. He needs it. Uh, yeah. I love the guitar strumming on this. I oh, spent yeah. a lot of time reading about guitar strumming and what a strum consisted of. We don't need to go into detail, but I just love the guitar oh. on this one at the beginning. You don't want to go into just a little detail, Russell, about what a strum is. It got deleted because I have a different list coming later. Oh my god, so good. <laughs> uh, same situation. Oh, so this is not the Aerosmith song. I was I was fearing noodling here. This felt a little noodling to me. But it so does a little noodling in the second half. And she's an amazing singer, Aaron. I don't know if we've talked about her before, but like, what do you think of Joni Mitchell as a, a singer? What her vocal oh. range and what she does vocally? I mean, one hundred percent unique. You can't sing along with her. No, you can. You can't predict where she's going to go mm-hmm. with her melodies. Yeah, totally unique. You could you could play any of her songs I've never heard before, and I could tell it's Joni Mitchell. Like yes, it's, yeah, distinct. It's that yes. kind of voice. It's a Bob yeah. Dylan level. Uh, you know, guys like Bob Dylan. Uh, who else? Like a Neil Young. A Neil Young. You know, as soon as you hear Neil Young. A Jacob Dylan. I mean, you know, there's just so many voices. I had issued an apology about that. I last week, two weeks ago, said that that Wallflowers record sucks. It. What? Matt Matt called me out on it, and and it definitely does not suck. Matt sat up and looked at He's looking at you at the camera like he can't I know, but then the next day you were like, the first three out of four songs on that are bangers. I listened to the whole album, and it fucking rocks. I was completely wrong. I was like, I thought they were a one-hit wonder. 100% I'm issuing an apology. Yeah, I was absolutely wrong. That Wallflowers record still rules. Now here's where this is going to get weird. I was thinking about is what's it, the... Is, if it, is it <laughs> wait, wait, here's where it gets... <laughs> Everyone pause. Now we're talking we're about our augmented wiener getting sucked I'm just by gonna... a bunch of fish. <laughs> <laughs> Matt made that really real. Earlier it was fun. Matt, when Matt put it into actual terms, yeah, I, though, didn't like I don't want to deal with it. Made me feel weird. In a tingly way. Um... <laughs> 
Here's the like thing. I think we should do a no interrupting policy because I was just about to talk about stuff and you guys really interrupted oh. me. So hurt <laughs> <laughs> my feelings. That's rude. Oh, contraire, mo frere. <laughs> we earlier we were talking about the Laurel Canyon Sound, and I had watched a documentary where they talked about it. And I'm like, God, what was the name of the documentary? It's not, I can't remember. And you know who directed it, who produced it? Jacob Dill. Yeah. Jacob we talked Dillon. about this on about yes. episode 23. Echo yeah. in the Canyon. And you know who one of the main guys who's there talking to them about the Laurel Sound, Russell? Probably David Geffen. Nope. Beck. Beck did it better. Oh! When you're talking about, watch Echo in the Canyon. Beck is front and center along He's with Fiona Apples guy. there. I mean, it's just it, like this whole podcast is summed up. Okay, plus they do that cool thing where they keep interviewing Brian Wilson and it makes you feel awkward after a while. Love it. It's my favorite thing. Okay, that's getting edited out because it's mean, but it's true. Yeah. I'm going to say this right now. I was going to say. These, these Brian Wilson <laughs> documentaries are elder abuse. It's just these people who want to make a documentary, they grab him. I, I, it's terrible. Okay, now let's think funny things. Here we go, ready? And remember my Josh Freeman joke earlier. Car on Hill. Morgan Freeman. Car on a Hill. Car on a Hill. I knew, you know, in high school, I knew somebody named Karen Hill, but Car on a Hill? Please, stop the podcast. I'm begging you. Let's not do this anymore. We've had enough problems with cars on hills in this between the four of us over the last <laughs> six months, haven't we? <laughs> Karen flushed all the drugs down the toilet. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hank, Hill, the Hank Hill needed that, you know, after he got busted. I was reading that this song was about Jackson Brown cheated on her. Did you guys know that this was that's what I this didn't was even about? know no and I didn't know they were mm-hmm. together. Man, so she, she was with everybody. That would, we figured that out lives. in the first episode. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it turns out this is about Jackson Brown cheating on her, and I thought we could do a list tonight about the oh. best songs ever oh, that God, celebrate yes. cheating. Celebrate <laughs> or discuss <laughs> cheating. <laughs> All right. I thought we maybe had done this one before, but then I realized we did. We did the best songs about one night stands before, so this is different. Okay. This right. is about All cheating. Right. Russell, I'm just gonna say this: if if you come home and your roommate is playing a song celebrating cheating, that's a red flag. <laughs> cheating so, is great. I love to cheat. It is great. You're like, wait, what is this song? I don't know. This. My roommate so, ate all the cinnamon rolls, so yeah. I ran out of it. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell him it was the Peloton. We've heard <laughs> ones before. We remember we did Marvin's Room by Drake. We did oh, Amy yeah. Winehouse. Oh, you know I'm God. no good. We talked yep. about Timberlake before. We've talked Taylor Swift. Oh, we've Russell. talked uh, You Ought to Know by Alanis. So all these, we've oh, already yeah. discussed them. Not on the list. Get them out. But, but the first one <laughs> is, I was going to do the Marvin Gaye version, but we were talking about Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and I believe Pee Wee at one point featured the California Raisins. So we're going to do the 1987 version of the California oh, Raisins doing Heard It Through the, the Grapevine. This is about cheating. Am I right? Yeah. The best version of this song. No. no. Yep. That's what Aaron <laughs> said. No. This was written by Norman Whitfield, who wrote Papa Was a Rolling Stone, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, and Just My Imagination. Yeah, Amazing a, songwriter. Song I don't know, Aaron, if you know more about him or not, but I was like, damn. That's a li- that's a lineup. Yeah, he would have been one of the Motown, you know, hit makers, right? I don't know much more about him, but uh, that that's incredible. I now I have to say, when we were listening to that California Raisins clip, I can picture the raisin that was singing that in my head. Yeah. <laughs> that I when I watched California Raisins, I used to be like, 
this is the fucking future. In the future, every show is going to be like the California race. This is the, right? This is the cra- yeah, this is the craziest thing I'd ever seen. And then to have Celebrity Deathmatch after that on MTV, I was like, <laughs> I was fucking right. This is great. I love Claymation. The lead singer from the California Raisins was a guy named Buddy Miles. He all, was also a member of a, a band that played a lot with Jimi Hendrix. So when you yeah, listen he, to a lot of Jimi Hendrix stuff, this Buddy Miles was the lead singer for the California oh, Raisins in that version wild. of the song. Yeah, he, he played drums in the band of Gypsies. And then he had his own hit with Down by the River. Back in the old days, we used to have Johnny Cash, uh, Bob Hope, and Steve Jobs, and yeah. Claymation. Yes. And now we've got No Hope, No, Mo- no Cash, and No Jobs. And Clay Aiken. <laughs> Clay Aiken. <laughs> Man, I didn't know Buddy Miles was. He was, he was like the funk drummer for Jimmy. I did not know he was a California racist. Aaron's trying so hard to get this back on the rails. Aaron, I love you. Next song it's on great. the list, Rob, I'm going to warn you. I know you've had problems not with this Clay one Aiken before. Guy. But the next song on the list is TLC from Crazy Sexy Cool 1995. It's Creep. Oh, Can I just so tell PJs. you? Oh, it's so pajamas. I got aroused when I opened your email. <laughs> And that barely ever happens with you, Russell. My understanding is this essentially is like, hey, yes, she found out that he's cheating. And so what do you do? What what better way to get back at him? You go cheat yourself, yeah, right? You what creep. do you guys think? You get creep. cheated on, you got to cheat back. Don't you guys you think? Creep. Nope. You take the high ground. You let them hang out in the gutter. Yeah, make them beg. The road, make them beg. You know what, Matt? Oh, it's funny you say that. Put milk in a bowl eye, and make them drink out of it, Matt. I agree with you. Eye, is it left eye is one of the... Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Lisa Left Eye Lopez actually said she was against the song when it came out, Matt, because she said you should take the higher road and you should just leave that relationship. She did not support cheating to get back at someone. So you were on the same boat. So what does she? So what is? What does she support, Rob? Well, so the rest of that quote. (laughs) Damn it, you guys. No interruption of Rob policy, guys. We've no all watched. Let's try it again, Matt. This Matt is, one more time. This is what happens when we have four guys who have all watched the same behind the music. And we're like, I know. I know about right. left eye. We'll, we'll make a cut right Let's here. Let's do it again. No, no, no. We're not doing it again. That was funny. That was so, funny so as hell. So, Rob, 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 what does Lisa Left Eye Lopez support? Me f***ing off constantly watching that video. <laughs> I literally got aroused when I read TLC Creep <laughs> in the email. I was like, oh, a normal email from Russ. I definitely won't get aroused from this. It's wrong. This was 1995. That was the, the third most successful single. Yeah. Can you guys guess what the two more successful singles of 1995 were over Creep? Oh, was Black Star. By, was by Black- TLC or over? There was one song ahead of it. So TLC <gasps> had two of the top three. Waterfalls oh, was Waterfalls. number two. Yeah. And, and there was one other one. It was at Black Street. It was Coolio, Gangsta's Paradise. Oh, so those were the top oh, three man, singles of 1995. Yeah, that's true. Can you imagine? God, I wish I was older than. Can you imagine losing, like, just losing your virginity? And the songs <laughs> on the radio are Creep, <laughs> Gangsta's Paradise, and Waterfalls. I mean, erotic songs. I can imagine well, driving well, home no, really well, fast. Well, I mean, it, isn't... Red isn't Red Light Special on that same album? Ooh-wee. I mean, that's the one you'd be yeah. getting it on to. Aaron, you know what happened in that movie, Gangster's Paradise? It was Michelle Pfeiffer was, I think, hooking up with one of the students. The movie know? was called Dangerous Minds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that movie, Gangster's Paradise. We've all watched the same chunk of MTV in our lives. It's a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that song, uh, Creep, was written by a guy named Dallas Austin 
who also must have had a problem with cheaters or something because he also wrote this next one. It's Blue Cantrell hit him up from 2001. Oh, you guys yeah, remember I mean, this one? Yes. Yeah, this is the this is the best one. You know, I talked about Rock Marciano last week. Rock Marciano yeah. quotes Blue Cantrell on his new album, Health nice. and Men's Bones. It's, time is a flat circle. I'm serious. Like, it's all coming together. And I was thinking this about Rob with this because this is really about, like, retail revenge, right? This is like going right. and taking your guy or your, your spouse's, your partner's money and going spending it all, right? Like, isn't that fin-doming, Rob? You're, brun- you're brunching, mate. Since that podcast has come out, I yeah. have met two fin-doms. Two? What? I've met two people who had good friends that were both fin-doms and would talk about it. I, I'm related to somebody who knew one where eventually he, she had to tell the guys, please stop sending me money. What? Like, that's how much money she was getting. Can you imagine how anti-boner that would be if the one thing you're into is fin down? And she's like, please, no more money. You'd be like, oh. I just went and got this enhancement. Yeah. How you won't take and spend my money? It's like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to click unread on Russell's TLC creepy meal and open it up again. It's the only thing that gives me joy anymore. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Next song on the list about the greatest cheating songs ever. It is Shaggy with Rick Rock. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. The king. <laughs> this this is it. This. Wow. Now, Russell, I assume this is the question you're going to ask with this. What's that? Do you have an opinion about banging on the bathroom floor? I always thought that was a <laughs> gross idea. Imagine what? you're down there, right? And again, this is the fa- this is what you do. <laughs> Rob's face is in the zoom camera right now. Oh, by the way, I want to mention during creep, Aaron was doing the creep dance and it made me laugh so hard. I and can't, you, I and, can't not do the creep dance. And you're getting bone butt naked on the bathroom floor and you look over and you see like under the toilet. Like have you ever laid oh. down on your bathroom floor and look just under the toilet? It's, I can tell you right now, not erotic. <laughs> Not as erotic as as uh, noodling. Yeah, I always imagined that this took place in like a like a mansion type house where the bathroom was big enough to like be a on the floor. A far no one has ever toilet. used the bathroom. Right? Yes. No one's ever yeah. used the toilet. Right. right. This is yeah, for banging mm-hmm. on the bathroom floor only. Only. Yeah. That's better because I pictured it was one of those bathrooms where you need they a key. To- Mister Bombastic. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. You broke the interruption rule. I apologize. <laughs> I am must I, be on mute. Aaron was on mute a few weeks ago. You might be on mute this week. I don't know how you guys don't quit the podcast after I do this to you. I picture it was like a bathroom that you have to get a key from in the gas station. And then that's the bathroom floor. The, the worst part about that is like how like you, you you go, you get the key, yeah, and then you go into the bathroom, then you wash your hands, and then you have to touch the key again. Like I don't know, yeah. the, the key is the dirtiest thing about the whole transaction. Or the real the real rundown bathrooms where it's like a shared towel, or it just kind of like floats, oh. like it goes up and around. <laughs> like, how long is this towel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what you're using afterwards. You use the towel that comes out. My favorite thing about that like, one for. From a cheating perspective, like we've talked about, we were talking earlier about like, do you cheat to get back at them or what do you do? And this one, he just denies it, right? He's like, it wasn't me. Like he's caught red handed. He just says, it wasn't me. What do you guys think of that strategy? Just Uh, deny. It's, it's, it's what works, right? You have to keep the lie up. You have to keep going. You, once you dig in, that's it. And no, I didn't eat the cake mix. This has nothing to do with that. Okay. It is not. <laughs> so I think this song was actually a big comeback for Shaggy. He got dropped by his record label in 1997. And then all of a sudden he, he was doing nothing for like three, four years. And then this song got him back up on the charts. 
He made it to number one for two weeks, and it was the biggest selling single in 2001 in the UK, where the Queen Elizabeth was just spooning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a bunch of blokes. <laughs> and you know, what's, you know what's weird? You know where they found the Queen Elizabeth? Where? Butt naked on the bathroom floor. Oh, it wasn't her. <laughs> That's not it right. wasn't her. She, she was splooted. She wanted What's to cool down. Her? She wanted to cool those royal jewels. In 2019, NPR called Blue Cantrell hit him up the 70th greatest song by a female artist of the 21st century, stating, before Carrie Underwood, Maroon 5, and Timberlake, Blue Cantrell wrote the script on Cheater Revenge Fantasies. But one of those Cheater Revenge Fantasies, to me, it's got to be Carrie Underwood, 2007. This is before he cheats. Check this one out. Well, I don't know this one. You don't know this? Are no. you serious? What the fuck, dude? That's pretty good. You... Come on, guys. This is a huge song, Eric. Yeah, you got to back too. me up. I, I, mean, I, don't know. I don't know this one. I don't know. Sometimes I miss stuff. It's good. What? In part of that Man. song, she mentioned something called bathroom polo, which is vending machine cologne. Would you guys ever buy vending machine cologne or no? When, when no. you're trying to pick between the Spanish fly and the vending machine cologne, it's, it's such a tough decision. <laughs> <laughs> that Spanish fly does make me super horny. Hmm. Is that what a Spanish fly does? I think it's supposed to... I, yeah, it's an aphrodisiac, right? I've never nice. tried it, but... I've taken so much. I think it's affected me permanently. That's <laughs> <laughs> all I think about. So uh, Carrie Underwood, Aaron, I think she's a famous country artist that might have been on American Idol. She was on American Idol. Now, I know her. I just didn't know the song. Man. But she almost passed on that song because she thought she would get backlash. But I thought that was a very famous song. But maybe this is where Aaron and I diverge. That it song is, is a huge hit, man. Pile on Aaron right now. Make fun of him. For uh, that song, no, please. I like Aaron. I I choose to just respect the fact that he's got other tastes in music. He knows so many more artists than I do, and the fact that he doesn't know. I'll get edited out. Carrie Underwood song. Uh, before, what is it? Before he cheats. Oh no! It Don't was the first first country song yeah. to become a double platinum digital single. Before he cheats, it's, you know he didn't know "Party in the USA." That was pretty. Sh- that was more shocking than this one. Wrecking think, Ball didn't Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball. That's the yeah, one. That's the but one either way, know. either way, if people are going to cheat, these are the songs you better celebrate it with. Russell, right? I need to. I need to tell you something. Yeah. Earlier today, before we started oh, no. recording, you need to do another podcast. I had you? a friend do a podcast, and I heard another list. So oh. this <laughs> turns out that this is the only the second another. best cheating list for today. <laughs> Did you at least listen to it on the bathroom floor? Or not? Oh God! It wasn't him. It wasn't Rob. Yeah, it wasn't me. It's so gross. So gross. And then when you get one of those clawfoot tubs, I mean, the bathroom floor. Then forget about it. Disgusting. <laughs> this is going to shock you guys. There's a surprising number of cheating songs that are country there's a lot yeah just i had to get rid of thunder rolls by garth brooks too hard to get a garth youtube clip how about whose bed have your boots been under by shania twain that's a good one your cheating heart by hank williams or kerosene randall lambert i was gonna do more country but rolling stone doesn't like country music so i figured we can't we can't talk about it either and, you know, we what can about, only talk about bands that are New York bands. What about that band that all they talked about was cheating? Cheat Trick. I want True. you to want me. Sorry. <laughs> so much editing for me. Next up is Down to You. It's about a one-night stand. Uh, this is what won Best Arrangement for Grammy. In the morning, there are lovers in Beautiful the song. They look so high. Your 
crush against a stranger and you both apologize. Felt like a poem, not a song to me. It was so poetic. It's like the line about Mad and Target brushing against a stranger and you both apologize. I, I think it at the Minnesota was say, oh at the Russell, at the end of this song, I heard she mentions a hobgoblin, so I thought maybe this you, was a fairy tale. No, you should. Uh, there <laughs> might not be a fairy tale, but I just want you guys to listen to this part of it. I heard two very distinct songs that I think have come directly from this song. Rob, just play the end of this. I'm going to tell you two songs. I want to hear if oh, you guys shit. hear it, too. It's switched. God damn it, Rob. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's 3 in the morning, Eastern. Let it go Meat for loaf. a little bit. It's not around. Oh, gosh. I just got that. It's not around. Sounds like it's musical that. theater. Sounds like musical theater. Yeah. If you do Peter and the Wolf here, I'm going to, it's going to blow my yeah. mind. <laughs> Is it wicked? No. I heard Walking in Memphis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also heard Night Swimming. If you guys rewind oh, oh, that, oh, that right. sounds exact. There's no I, way REM didn't rip that right from this song. And I hear here. Dashboard Light, too. Yes, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Play it one more time. Just one more time. I don't want to hear Night Swimming out of this. I do yeah, there big time. Yeah, there you go. Right? Yeah. Yep. Influential. Yeah. I was listening. Night Swimming, which is a top 10 song of all time. Great song. Such a great song. Also known as Rob's family tradition of skinny dipping. Good catch, They Russell. call it night swimming. Did not do it this year. We didn't do what, what I like to call night noodling. Didn't do it this year. Noodling. <laughs> night noodling. What's, what's Uncle Rob doing over there? He's noodling. <laughs> this is like the balloon bit, but a little different. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> we started out this episode with the balloon bit. <laughs> this, is, oh, this is a killer. I thought that was last week. No. <laughs> Just like this train. It was an hour and 26 minutes ago. I, I I put, this is where this album starts to fall off for me. There's a huge tone change right here. Listen. What is this? It's the CSNY stuff, right? Yeah, but it's where it gets weird. Am I wrong? I mean, am I, do I, am I too harsh on the end of this album? Listen no. to this. Raised on a robbery. Whoa. This felt so, like a yeah, Waylon Jennings some... song to me. You got like the yeah. wah-wah guitar in there. I, I heard Waylon Jennings on this one. It's a little right. uh, Stevie influence there, I think. Mm, yeah. Guys, this I is not like this one. You didn't like this one? No. No. It, was, was, like, it was way out of whack with the rest of the album, but I enjoyed it. Wait, was it just talking about sports gambling? Yeah. He's, this is about a prostitute who's meeting a guy in a bar who's betting uh, the twins to win the AL Central. <laughs> this is Waylon Jennings. Go listen to some Waylon Jennings. That sounds exactly like yeah, it. I think it's nice. Trouble Child. Not to be confused with the hit movie Problem Child. <laughs> Starring John Ritter, who died. I don't think he died by a car accident, so no. Rob got no jokes. Yeah, Rob's, Rob's no. not in, not that phone's not going to ring. I have to go to the bathroom too, so that phone's not going to ring. <laughs> All right, and finally we get look at Rob twisted in his seat. The absolute weirdest ending to an album we have ever had. More than Nirvana, more than this was the jazz one. 
This is the weirdest fucking song. This is a song called Twisted, where Joni Mitchell, you know who she used to date? Cheech Marin. Jackson, Jackson Cheech, Brown. Cheech Marin. Oh, so what? she invited so they make an appearance in 74. Cheech and Chong. If I, if, no if I asked you right now, bet a million dollars. Is Cheech and Chong on any Joni Mitchell album? You would <laughs> easily say no and think you're going to win money. And you would lose <laughs> because here they are. Yep. This is what I'm talking about, bad jazz. Drugs are bad. One good. of a kind, one of a kind here. Yeah. Guys, I could not make it through this album. I couldn't do it. Yeah, this is the kind of vocal jazz that I often complain about at home, like when stuff like this comes out. I mean, I love Joni Mitchell, so I don't want to say anything bad about it, but when stuff like this that is not Joni Mitchell comes on the radio, I'd change it. Do you think there's any song that wouldn't be made better with Cheech and Chong talking in the background? I don't think so, right? Shaggy, it wasn't me. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> TLC oh my God. creep. Imagine if TLC creep, like if you're listening yeah, to Rob, Rob is, Rob's putting his, taking his headphones out in the basement, and all of a sudden, what is that a song? Creepy Amen. step in there instead of his mom walking out as Cheech and Chong. <laughs> What is that? Hallelujah by what's his name? I don't think Cheech and Jeff Buckley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, man, you get it? You like heard it. You heard a chord. Hey, man. Hallelujah. <laughs> Who took all the baloney? <laughs> and I don't want to I don't want to bring this up. I don't want to bring this up, but I used to have a Primus album. I had a song called Hamburger Train. And at the beginning of that song, there was a clip from a Cheech and Chong movie that starred Pee Wee Herman saying, you're the man from the hamburger train, right? You're the guy from the hamburger train, right? And there's this huge (laughs) bass solo. I'm playing it right now. This whole thing is the Matrix. We're in the Matrix. We're in the simulation. We've reached the extent. Everything is looping back in on itself. This is like the end of 2001. I'm going forward. Are you talking shapes. Ernest at the post game show tonight oh, or not? Oh my God, Ernest. We, I forgot we fucking talk about Ernest. <laughs> he he went to camp. He went to jail. That was like a very, he went a lot of places in his and life. Rob was making Nash Bridges jokes three weeks ago. And here we are. What? <laughs> what I didn't get is on Netflix, I watched Ernest Goes Noodling. It was, <laughs> you know what I mean, Vern? Hey, this feels good when the fish sucks me off. You know what I mean, Vern? Oh, God. <laughs> Aaron, this is where you tell him you don't need to do that part. You don't need to do that part. We are, it's too, you don't have to explain it. It's like, it's out there already. Oh. Hey, Rob. No edits on this episode. Post as is. Post it right now. I mean, I've heard, right. of, getting, I've heard of getting slapped by a fish, but. Slobbed by a fish? I mean, oh no! Oh my God, are we getting now the rating system? Now, now we're just feeding it more bait, like Rob would be feeding that catfish. Oh, you get it? <laughs> uh, all right, so we are into our rating system, guys. Court and Spark. This is one ten, like the famous highway referenced apparently ten days ago. From how long this podcast has seemed to last? Uh, is this album at one ten? Is this perfect? Okay, I would say you know what. It's and because it's right in the middle. It's not court. It's not spark. It's and it's perfect. It's rolling well toned. Is this album? Should this have been higher? Maybe 109. 
maybe 108. And I know what you're saying. Wait, he said higher. But the numbers... 109 or 108 somewhere, right? But it's... Yeah. Wait, what? Somewhere. Somewhere. What's happening? Or the floor <laughs> above 007. <laughs> That's still a great joke. That was, yeah, it is. I don't get what's going on. I feel like Aaron's solar power guy where he's like, I... <laughs> <laughs> I have to keep talking to you yeah. because I'm technically going to get a sale out of this. Trying to, buy, trying to sell you some solar I ate the dates or the figs or whatever these things are called. I also like to play desperately looking around the yard. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, turns his head sideways so he can read on the net. Spike ball. <laughs> and listen, if What's this the final is, rating? if this is like spike ball, okay. And it should be better, okay? It should be higher up on the list and a lower number. And before I was rudely interrupted, I was telling you that it's you know, you're like higher up, lower number. What's going on with that, okay? That's the way this podcast works. As the night goes on, we actually get higher work. and higher, and our listeners get lower and lower. We can easily get one license. more in tonight. We can easily oh, get one more in. That would be a rolling bone. It should have been higher up on the list, a lower number, as I previously explained. If you didn't understand what that meant, go back. 15 seconds, I explained it. If you didn't understand that, go back, push the podcast back button a minute. I explained it back then too. Um, or is this a rolling groan? Okay. Mm. You did not like this album. It should be up higher than 110, maybe 111, maybe 112. Okay. Uh, eventually, it might have been off the list. Uh, maybe you didn't like this album at all. That would be in necessitate. It would, you would have to give it um, a rolling groan. Wrong. Um, too much, you know what? Too much cheech, not enough Chong. If you thought that, this would be a rolling groan. Okay. Um, I love Tommy Chong, hate Cheech Marin. And by the way, but but you could augment that. If you needed more Chong, you could augment <clears throat> that, right? <laughs> you could do double the size of it. If I wake my wife up laughing, and she comes out and say, What are you laughing so hard at? And I say, Matt says that I should augment my Chong. <laughs> I might the big D, the I, big D. It's, it's this is the big D. Oh my god! Okay, so or at least at least she might she might have to be listening to one of these cheating songs if she's if she can't handle it anymore, right? <laughs> that was weird because our first dance at our wedding was it wasn't me. I thought that was I was suspicious of that <laughs> red flag for sure. So what do you think? Rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling going Russell? I'm into songs about cheating. What? I think the what? piano on this, the piano on this was fantastic. I like Joni Mitchell. She, like Aaron was saying earlier, she's one of a kind vocally. Rob, you said that I think earlier. You hear her and you know immediately that's Joni Mitchell. For me, it's I don't think it's something I'll come back and listen to numerous times. And I, I to be honest, Rob brought up the Cheech and Chong at the end of the song. I never made it through the album. And to me, if if I couldn't make it through the album, then to me, it oh, can't be one you. that I'm going to come back to over and over. So I'm going to say a slight <laughs> rolling. Rolling Grown, it's too high on the list for me, but Joni Mitchell's an icon, super influential. I think she's amazing, but the album's not for me. Matt, what do you think, Rolling Well-Toned, Rolling Bone, or Rolling Grown? I think it's Rolling Grown. I think Joni Mitchell is one of the quintessential artists, especially the 70s, late 60s, 70s, but I don't think this album deserves uh, to be 109 on the top 500 albums of all time. So I'm just going to... Say it's rolling groaned. She Should would be live lower in an apartment above James Bond, but two units over. That's two true. Units, that's a, yeah, two <laughs> units over. You know what? We should maybe make a shirt yeah. of this drawing. 
of what that <laughs> but, would look like. Yeah. But it, it might only be around. one unit over because maybe all the odds are on one side yeah, and all the true. evens are on the other. So it's probably right next wow. door. Could be quarter be units too involved. It would get real weird. You guys sound like you're kind of into real estate with that kind of talk. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> for better, it sounds like we've been hanging out with Cheech and Chong for the afternoon. <laughs> Aaron, rolling well toned, rolling toned, or rolling grown. Now Not listen, this album is like a salesman coming to your house. Are you going to look? You make eye contact. Are you going to get up and answer the door? Or will you simply turn back to the Pee Wee Herman video that you've also started watching 10 times in a row? What will you do, Aaron? Rolling well toned, rolling bone, or rolling grown? Court and Spark. Yeah, I'm going to answer the door. 1974. Four. I'm usually not a Laurel Canyon sound person. It just, it doesn't really move me. I don't feel like it's, it's propulsive enough. Um, but I like the grooves on this record. I like the, the kind of lush sound and love what Joni Mitchell does with phrasing. I will acknowledge there's a miss or two on the album, but uh, I'm going to give it a rolling well toned. Uh, propulsive. I mean, that's, that's how I feel about doing this night noodling. <laughs> I, <laughs> You have I'm a very propulsive. I'm doing it propulsively. <laughs> I seem to double down on the fish fucking joke. So yeah, why excuse not? me, excuse me. I want to be clear about something. It's baiting. The fish is blowing me. It's a blowfish. It's a blowfish. <gasps> They're all blowfish. If we work hard enough. Listen. Next up. Oh, by the way, you guys are wrong. Okay, and I have to go to the bathroom oh, again. So this, I've got to hurry. No, no messing around. No wasting time, please. This is a rolling. Actually, I could be talking about the album or the podcast. This is a rolling, varying widely in tone. Okay, widely I mean, in tone. Okay. I like an album where it's a, it's a. They try to do it. It's like a Fiona Apple. They do a certain thing and they do the best of it. I just thought this one was all over the place. Love the first half. I, it, if you cut this album off after seven, it would be one of my favorites. That back half, I, I'm with Russell. I couldn't get through it. It was tough. But next up. Guys, what will happen next week? Okay. Or maybe tonight if we just want to hang out and do more of this. We could get through one more this morning. Maybe. We have an album that's perfect for Russell, Matt, but especially tailor made for Aaron. Oh. Because they're nasty boys. Ooh. Nasty boys. You nasty, nasty boys. We've got Janet Jackson My little nasty with girl. what? Let me do control. A dirty dance control. Yeah, we've got Janet Jackson with control. Janet? You know, and this was actually 110, so I was I was off of it. So it is two doors down. Across the hall and one over. <laughs> Another corner unit. Right. Guys, Mrs. Jackson is my mom. You can call me Janet if you're nasty. Beck did it better. So, uh, hey, Z, what you guys do for fun around here? Turn it we up work. a little, please. Whoa, slow down. Hold on there. <laughs> what do you like to do for fun? Uh, oh, check this one out. <laughs> oh, Pee-wee. That, that catfish is not going to be playing loose. Watch when he's done blowing it up. Just watch his face. <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom so the background. bad. There's a chance this could be our last episode. It might be a great way to go out in style, but this could be it. Watch his face. No, wouldn't it be better if he got in the balloon? Would you guys agree? No, no. <laughs> Damn it. That's your biggest flaw, Rob. The nicest thing anyone's ever said. <laughs> oh, God. His face is so good. 
Watch all the people in the background start flocking. That's I can't believe we're gonna spend seven minutes of this recording on this. This is rolling. I'm gonna I'm gonna pause and save my recording because I don't want to lose it. So I will say, Russell, this is a rolling Pee Wee Hermone. Hermone. So, Matt, you and your kids are just dying to this whenever we were you just, watch it. I mean, literally just watching it, and then he gets to this, and it's just rolling by the end of it. When you see it, you don't know that it's coming. It's hilarious. It was very funny. Hold on. Look at his face. See, man, if you can get your boys to watch the Vikings game, you can watch this for three hours by yourself tomorrow night. That's crazy. Yeah. He was playing Jingle Bells with a balloon. <laughs> He's very animated, too. Think this is one take or not? Oh, yeah. No, he, so he, yeah, He's been one doing take. this bit for years. He does this bit, yeah. Like, it's standing <laughs> hey, you can just imagine they're cheering for us. Yeah, any chance Magic Mike gave us a standing ovation at the end of this episode or not? Oh, for no. sure. 100%. All right, I'm stopping recording. It's time to say goodbye. Nice. Perfect. <laughs>